0: Joe Ludwig here with the Craft Parenting Podcast, and I'm with Caroline Hi. as well.
1: This is like the weirdest intro you've ever done. <laughs> I love it. Keep going.
0: Keep going. We are on a journey this December, and we are going through Higher Gravity's beer vent calendar, which it's a beer a day for 25 days, and we are on day number...
1: 19. 19. 19. <laughs> we're a smidgey behind, but we're catching up.
0: I don't think we'll catch up. I don't...
1: Well, it's supposed to snow, so our plans for tomorrow got canceled, so we can probably catch up tomorrow.
0: Sure. So, um, today we have a beer by a brewery that we've never heard of before.
1: Never have I ever.
0: It is a Smoked Scotch Ale by Westside... Westside, Westside! Brewing. (laughs) (laughs) Which, um, if you are... And if you are not a listener of this podcast, that was a very sarcastic joke.
1: We go to Westside a lot. We did not go to Westside today, though. Today we went to Narrow Path.
0: We went very far away from the Westside.
1: It was like three and a half hours to get there. It was like 40 minutes, but same difference.
0: So this is a smoked scotch ale, and the description on the can says, Celebrate the season with this smoky fireside sipper beechwood smoked malt lends aromas of campfire and barbecue to the Scottish style ale which has rich malt flavors of baked bread crusts and dark fruits and I believe this beer was brewed exclusively for the higher gravity beer vet calendar here's a little mark on it
1: yeah well, because I could only find their Scottish-style ale. Yeah,
0: so they smoked it.
1: Yeah, so they made a smoked version of it just yeah. for Higher Gravity.
0: And I believe if you are actually paying attention and you're not listening to us
1: <laughs>
0: because we're behind, um, Higher Gravity had some well, a very limited amount of supply of this uh, particular beer in packaging. Uh, At both locations, and I believe also Westside tapped a keg. I don't know how much of a keg, but I believe they tapped some form of this beer in their tap room in Mustwood. Nice. So, um, if you didn't get the Higher Gravity beer vent calendar... You ain't getting it. (laughs) And uh, you happen to stumble upon it at those locations, congratulations. This is a very exclusive beer. And limited amount of beer, for sure.
1: Yeah. And it's really tasty. It's not like super smoky. Oh my goodness, my voice went out. It's not like super smoky. Because like some smoked beers it's like so much smoke. And this is just that right amount of smoke to let you know that it's there but not overpower everything.
0: Let's see. It's kind of Ruby red, yeah, brown in color. Has some floaters in it.
1: It does. I don't know if that's wood. I'm gonna say that it's wood, but I don't know.
0: Probably yeast. I mean, probably made. Probably it's probably very similar to our homebrew, like situation where they have to. Probably bigger, but they probably didn't filter the yeast out. Yeah. As well as the other beers that they brew. Because it's... Um, the head... Uh, when I poured this, the head immediately disappeared.
1: And it's like... It's very bubbly.
0: But you can... Yeah, it's it's definitely carbonated. Um, when I think of Scottish ale, I think of like... Dor- this is a
1: Scotch ale.
0: Oh, it's not a Scottish... It's a Scotch ale.
1: Yeah. Which, I think the description that I have in the doc is for their Scottish ale. Because I was trying to find it.
0: What's the, what's the difference between Scotch and Scottish? Scotch ale. I've never heard of that. Maybe they're just trying to... Save space on the can. But Scotch is a type of... Of whiskey, right?
1: Yeah. Specific to Scotland. Let me see. Scotch ales, or wee heavies, tend to be higher in ABV. Um, above 6% at least. And this one's 9.9. 9. Um,
0: so it is a Scottish ale. It's a
1: Scotch ale. Scottish ales tend to refer to the lower ABV equivalent of an English pale ale clocking in around 3 to 5% ABV per hopculture.com. What exactly are Scotch ales? Article. Oh. So it's definitely a Scotch ale, because Scotch ales are higher. I don't,
0: I don't remember ever seeing a Scotch ale, but the, the, I, they always say We Heavy. Scottish yeah. ale, We Heavy.
1: Yeah, so We Heavy is another name for it. So you see, we we see we heavy all the time. This is that.
0: Okay, but it's lighter in color. That's usually the we heavies are like black, right? I don't
1: know.
0: Well, you can tell we don't usually get these. (laughs) Um, because of the higher ABV. So. Beer
1: Advocate describes it as overwhelmingly malty, with a rich and dominant sweet malt flavor and aroma. A caramel character is often part of the profile.
0: That's it for this beer, then. We will be back for day 20. Woohoo! Bye. Bye! back to the Craft Parenting Podcast. I'm Joe. This is Caroline.
1: They literally didn't leave. Why do we do this every time?
0: Well, it's a tradition at this point.
1: Oh my goodness. We are. Folks, d- I tried. I'm sorry.
0: We are doing the Higher Gravity Beer Vent Calendar and this is day 20. 20. 20 out of 25. And we do not have a beer.
1: We do not. They tricked us. All right. But I'm okay with that.
0: So we have a bottle. It's like a little, cute little wine bottle.
1: It looks so tiny in your hands. I know. It's so cute. <laughs>
0: uh, so this is uh, This is a f-
1: champagne. Sham- it's like champagne, but with an S and no E at the end.
0: Yeah. So it's, sham it's a sham. And pain. Yep. Yeah. So it's a uh, sparkling fruit wine made with lychee 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 and this is by a company called fruit blood and I took a lot of notes about this company because they're decently new yeah at least new up. at least I think they're new um mm. and we can kind of go into the history and talk about what our experience has been with them in the past Uh, but they do wine
1: yep they are based out of urban artifact but they're not based out of urban artifact
0: it just says cincinnati
1: because it's one of the old brewers from urban artifact
0: yeah so it's an independent company Mm -hmm. uh, you can order their wine through urban artifact and also higher gravity because Higher Gravity and Urban Artifact are both based in Northside.
1: Yes, Northside.
0: They're a couple doors down. Mm-hmm. We still have not been to the Northside location of Higher Gravity.
1: No, we have not.
0: You haven't been to Higher Gravity either location.
1: I have not. That is true. We've <laughs> covered this before. So about the winery, we make wine for those in the we make wine for those in pursuit of pleasure. We envision a future where good fruit wine is a thing. We are, we are not seeking acceptance in the wine world, and we're not too concerned with tradition. Are you the one who did all the weird caps, or did they do all the weird caps? Nope. Because that was very hard to read.
0: Copy pasta.
1: Okay. Our wines are going to seem odd until folks catch on, and that's okay. Fruit wine is considered a joke, but getting bent out of shape about rotten juice is pretty funny, too. We are more concerned with creating unique flavors and experiences people actually like than fitting in with a bunch of wine creeps. I mean, I don't disagree with that. Wine really only has two jobs. Taste good and be fun. The question, what's good, is not one for the experts, quote, and is much more personal. What do you like? How do you feel about cherries? What about peaches? Our goal is to make natural fruit wines that are palatable to everyone. We welcome casual drinkers and most adventurous tasters to try something we hope they love. <clears throat> we make a style of wine called peinette. P E with an accent N dash no, P E with an accent T dash N A T. I don't know. It's French. Yeah. Because that is the best way to showcase fruit. Um is short for. Petalant naturel, a French term which pretty much just means naturally sparkling. Our wines are dry and sparkling, like champagne, but with pronounced whole fruit flavors. We only do native fermentations and never add any extra sugar, flavoring colors, or sulfur. Because we think it's garbage and tastes bad. What's the point in a lengthy lecture or waxing poetic on why we're technically good? And who the hell wants to feel talked down to by a bottle? We want to empower you to select something you'd actually like, so we've taken the quote, revolutionary route, and simply tell you what you can expect when tasting. Wine only really has... Wait, we already read that paragraph. So Josh Elliott is the founder and winemaker. And I don't know what lychee tastes like, but I'm sure if I ate lychee with this, I'd be like, oh, yeah, it's this. Or like, I haven't had lychee, like... I don't remember what lychee tastes like. I'm 99% sure that I've had it before. Really? Probably. I've never heard of it. I don't know. I'm making stuff up.
0: It's a Chinese um, tree. Wikipedia. I looked it up. It wasn't very helpful.
1: In the Soapberry family.
0: Yeah, the Wikipedia article was... um,
1: I've at least heard of it.
0: It was very technical.
1: I'm pretty sure that I've had it. But I don't remember. It's like,
0: this, this, the tree is a, a family of blah, blah, blah. It's soaked
1: it, berries. Yeah. Which well, is interesting. <laughs> it didn't
0: go into, like, the flavoring notes of the berry. It just went into the details about the tree. It didn't really talk about the berry or the fruit.
1: According to BHG.com, the aromatic ly- the aromatic is sweet and sweet. With slightly floral and acidic notes. Upon biting, you'll get a juicy flavor burst with a taste similar to a strawberry or pear with a hint of citrus. Mm. Some also compare the floral taste to rose. That makes sense.
0: I never tasted a rose.
1: <laughs> Potpourri. Potpourri is mostly rose. So.
0: Well, um, so this was kind of a surprise because it is a beer vent.
1: And this is Wine. But I'm okay with
0: it. Oh yeah, I'm okay with it. It's just kind of funny that... um,
1: We should post in a beer group about how we're mad that in our beer event calendar we didn't get beer, we got wine.
0: No, because I like it. Um, It's a nice change of pace. It's really funny because um, Urban Artifact just... They started a brewery, I'm using quotes... Okay, and they, I don't
1: even know if they would call themselves a brewery anymore.
0: They make, quote, beer.
1: But they don't call it beer anymore.
0: But they kind of have their own category. And that's where the head brewer, head winery had a. Uh, is he a winery? Head uh, winemaker? I guess that's the term.
1: I don't. We went to Napa. You know, I know this. And it completely.
0: I think it's head winemaker. I think it's head winemaker. And I thought you were looking up his name.
1: It was, I just said it. It's Josh Elliott is the founder and winemaker.
0: So Josh Elliott um, was part of that revolution of Urban Artifact. He was the brewer there. Mm -hmm. And um, he made beer, you know, using the process to make beer, but not making beer, making Midwest fruit tarts, which is kind of a cross between, you know, this and that. Kind of its own category. And then he decided to branch off of that and make wine. But it's not really technically wine in the traditional sense, right? With grapes. It, he makes it with fruit. Yeah. So kind of... Which
1: technically grape is a fruit. So don't get all bent out of shape, wine snobs.
0: Um, so yeah, so he kind of makes this... It's technically wine, according to the government, um, because that's the process that he uses, and that's a the license that he has to have. And I guess that's kind of the story. Urban Artifact didn't want to go through the the process of changing their license or adding a license, so they kind of just spun off and to make Fruit Blood, um, which is... It's doing the exact same thing that Urban Artifact did to the beer world, but only to the wine world, where they're kind of making it their own and um, spitting off and doing their thing. And their description, we read it; it kind of plays on the like the traditional, like stereotypical wine person. But, yeah, like. I'm going to go to my wine cellar and I'm going to get a Chardonnay 1959, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, It's very stereotypical, like, wine uh, drinker. But when we were in Napa, they were very, like... Because... We went to Napa in twenty fifteen for our honeymoon. Yes. We went to Napa and then we did a day trip in Sonoma and then we did we went to San Francisco and we were like, This is cool. We're gonna learn all about wine pairings, you know, we wanna pair this with this and it'll bring out the grapes. Like we want we want the wine people to tell us what to eat with the wine. But when we went
1: they were like, oh, yeah, if you like fish, have fish with your Chardonnay. And as I'm drink or uh, with your um, Cabernet. And as I was drinking the Cabernet, I was like, this is screaming for a juicy steak. Like, this wine says, drink me with steak.
0: But they, yeah, they were very new age. Like, they weren't the stereotype.
1: Which is nice. Is like, okay, I'm not being a snob about this.
0: They were very not snobby. That's what I'm trying to say. So, the fruit blood is... The brand seems to... Um,
1: Are you saying that the brand is creating drama where there isn't drama?
0: That's not how I would put it, no. I like, was
1: just trying to create drama.
0: The brand was uh, seems to be, you know, we're not snobby, but that wasn't our experience in Napa, necessarily. There were some, maybe one or two, that were like... What was the the bulldog one, the French bulldog, winery?
1: Sean.
0: Yeah, you don't have to name them, but I don't remember. You... But
1: I remember, but I don't remember.
0: Yeah, but um, they seem to be very proud of you know their labels and stuff like that. Yeah, but that was the minority in our experience, in my, in our experience, mm-hmm. versus the majority. Uh, They are just very, you know, lackadaisical. You can drink whatever, you can eat whatever with your wine. Um, We don't care about the wine labels and, uh, you know, this. I mean, there was a little bit of, you know, this won awards or whatever, but not not that much.
1: They mostly wanted to make sure that you treated the wine right. And that you were open to trying new things.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they weren't very snobbish. They were very... um, That's our experience with wine.
1: Yeah, they were very helpful.
0: Very helpful. You know, so... That's what I have to say about that. Um, Fruit blood. um, It's It's definitely
1: very fruit forward.
0: I would say, yeah, it's a a different kind of wine. Mm -hmm. Um, We went
1: to Missing Link Festival. They had a tent and we got some of like their last samples before they ran out of bottles of wine. Oh yeah. It was very tasty.
0: I didn't know those were the last ones.
1: Yeah. Cause they're like one of them. I got the last sample of it.
0: Well, I'm sure they don't last long cause it's sparkling. It's very bubbly. That's something that's a little bit different than normal wine. I mean, yeah. It
1: is very effervescent. I think that's the word I'm looking for. I'm trying to sound. Like I know what I'm talking about.
0: Yeah, sure. Um, but thank you for listening to me listen to me rant about wine. Um, if you liked what you hear, what you if you like what you heard,
1: like, comment, subscribe, um, share. We're on
0: all the social medias. Yeah, We're, at uh,
1: Craft Parenting Podcast. If you didn't like what you hear, maybe listen to some of our other episodes. And if you like those. Great. If you don't like those, maybe listen to some more just to make sure that you really don't like it. And if you don't like it, then you should contact at RagingHop on Twitter. And that is where where we receive all of our complaints. Um, I'm at Caroline Creates Crafts on Instagram. You are at Craft Parenting Joe. We've got...
0: Indeed I am.
1: Five more days left of this calendar. We do uh one yeah 21st 22nd 23rd 24th 25th that's five days and i am very excited to drink them all
0: and we have a website too you can go there we have uh previous blogs up and um that's where i put post the show notes so thank you for listening and we will see you for days 21 through 25 shortly eventually eventually
1: life happens (laughs) um Merry Christmas. Stay safe. We're supposed to get snow or something to just totally timestamp this. But it is a timestamp because it's a beer event calendar. I'm going to go to bed now. Love you guys. Bye.